you nostalgic ski bunnies welcome to 902 and here we go the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the beverly hills 90210 franchise from fox to the cw one of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share this show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're discussing Season 6, Episode 22, All This and Mary 2. Dumb name. I know, I don't... Dumb name. Oh, as, as, as we were two, watching it, yeah, yeah I, I was. I feel like maybe The Importance of Being Mary would have been a funny title. Okay. Like a play on right. The Importance of Being Earnest. Right, right. Which is a that similar, like, high Could have worked. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, well, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on February 21st, 1996. Couple of birthdays. February 21st is Sophie Turner's birthday, known as uh, Jean Grey in the X-Men films, probably better known as Sansa Stark in the Game of Thrones. It's another Game of Thrones thing, Kendra, that I still don't get, but yeah. Maybe just watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. House, was, of, House of the Dragon has been very good, so... That's what I hear when you can see it. So she was born on this day. Like, the day this episode aired, Sophie Turner came into our lives. Wow. <laughs> that's that's uh, some fun timing there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, February 24th, Wesley Allen Gullick, who plays Willie on the sure. show, turned 48. There was a Willie sighting in this. Uh... <laughs> Very briefly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he like strafed Nat in the background and that was it. And February 27th, Grant Show, who is Jake Henson, Hansen from 90210 and Melrose Place and Models Inc. turned 34. Couple of movies. February 21st, Wes Anderson's Bottle Rocket debuted. Have you seen I that one, Kendra? Just watched it for the first time recently. <gasps> wow. What are the odds? And uh, because Wes Anderson is probably my favorite director of all time. For sure, yeah. And I hadn't seen Bottle Rocket yet. There's still a couple I haven't seen. I haven't seen Rushmore, and I haven't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think that might be oh. the only two I haven't seen. I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox in theaters. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of wow, that is Bottle Rocket is Owen Wilson and Luke Wilson's first anything ever. Wasn't Owen Wilson? Didn't he like write the screenplay? I feel like he was involved. I think he was. I think yeah. he was. But yeah, we were like looking at it because they're so tiny in the movie. So we looked it up and it's their first, both their first movies. Crazy. So, yeah. so is it good? Do you like it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was okay. good. And February 23rd, Mary Riley with Julia Roberts and John Malkovich premiered. Oh, right. The Jekyll and Hyde thing. I've never seen that one either. I've never even heard of it. Oh, she's like Dr. Jekyll's housekeeper or something like that. I don't know. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. TV, February 21st, Saban's VR Troopers aired its final episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> the series that made every kid say, wait, this isn't Power Rangers. But I thought this was, and it's not. No, it isn't. It isn't. February 24th, The Spooktacular New Adventures of Casper debu debuted on Fox, an animated spinoff slash sequel to the Bill Pullman, Christina Ricci movie. I loved that movie. I don't think I've seen a single, I wasn't allowed to watch Casper, I'm pretty sure, oh, which is why oh, okay. I have not seen a single 
Casper anything. Anything, but he's friendly. It's right in the name. He's the friendly ghost. I know, ghost. he's the friendly ghost. No, okay. Wasn't allowed. All right. February 24th, the Iron Man animated series aired its finale. The cast featured John Riley, a.k.a. Bill Taylor, as yeah. Hawkeye. Well, hopefully he's stuck around more on that show than he does on 90210. <laughs> Music, February 27th, The Band released their ninth album, High on the Hog. Yeah. It included a cover of Bob Dylan's Jerry Garcia tribute, Forever Young. Your husband, Eric. Do you remember Eric? I do, yeah. Yeah. I, he and I had sort of like a who's on first conversation about this. And I'm like, what band? And he's like, the band. And I'm like, okay, which band? The band. What? <laughs> you know, he and I also had a conversation like that about a song. I was like, yeah. what band is this? And he was like, it's live. And I was like, okay, I understand that it's a live recording, but what band is it? And it went on for a while before yeah. he was like, the band's name is live. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. That was funny. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. This is still kind of a sore subject, Kendra, so just prepare yourself. From 2020 to 2021, Tiffany Thiessen reprised her breakout role of Kelly Kapowski on Peacock's amazing reboot sequel of Saved by the Bell, which was canceled because there's no justice in the world. Truly an injustice. So funny. And Peacock has nothing. So why are you canceling Saved by the Bell? The only Peacock that kind of buzz, and they pull the plug on it crazy stupid that, that's what happens when you have a bird run a streaming service <laughs> hey i've she been watching <laughs> i started watching i also want to say you always say there's nothing on it but girls five eva is very good but okay, i just whatever. i just started watching uh, a friend of the family on peacock oh with colin hanks right yeah yeah colin hanks yes yeah it and anna paquin it is it's based on a true story the woman who like it's about is in like before it starts and she's like hello this is my story and it's pretty crazy but it all actually happened yeah. and it is crazy so okay highly recommend well maybe also i'll give peacock <laughs> another shot also just started watching the watcher which is also based on a true story that's on netflix and i am oh. hooked yes you were telling me about this i am hooked hooked so. hooked okay Anyway, she portrayed the character on the original series, Saved by the Bell, The College Years, and of course, two TV movies, including Wedding in Las Vegas, which was overlapping with 90210. <laughs> she reprised the role one other time in a 2015 spoof on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Do you think pretty much across the board, everyone, when they see her, the first thing they think is Kelly or Valerie? Or do you think it's pretty split? That's a good question. That is a good question. I mean, I lived through both of them, so... But probably I Kelly think, is who you think, think She's right? probably, I, yeah, it is. It really is. I think she probably is more closely associated. That's more of an iconic role, I guess. Yeah. You know, I don't know if Valerie ever really got beyond like, oh yeah, she replaced Shannon Doherty. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Sam Sarker. This is the final of three episodes he wrote, directed by James Fargo. And this is the final of two episodes from him. Uh, with recurring players, we have a couple of parents back. Angela Gillespie as Jackie Taylor, Michael Durrell as Dr. Martin, who is having his diagnosis questioned by a infomercial, I want to yeah. say. How dare you? Yeah. A couple of new recurring players here. We have, oh boy, oh boy, Paige Moss as Tara Marks. Oh, Kendra, I don't want to, I don't want to do this with this character. I Well, too bad. 
I don't want to do it. Too um, bad. Yeah. Outside of Nanotu and she's best. I don't want to do it. I don't like where. It, she's best known for playing Maddie O'Neill on It's All Relative. We all know that show, right? Yeah. Kendra, you love Nick, that show. Nick, you can't spoil things for me. Sorry. So you just have Sorry. to deal. Sorry. You just have Sorry. to keep it bottled inside. Well, maybe it'll be fine. Maybe. Rachel Rachel Davies uh, starting a recurring gig here as Dr. Browning. She popped around on other things, but she voiced Agent X in Spider-Man the Animated Series, which was also another one of my must-watches of the mid-90s. We have Rebecca Walton as Mary Number 1, best known for playing Tracy on Baywatch. Oh. Bit of a tragic character, Tracy. Oh. We have Tava Smiley as Mary Number 2. She was Chloe Morgan on General Hospital and played Tyler Jeffers in Time Cop 2. Time right. Cop 2 was a sequel to the Jean-Claude Van Damme movie Time Cop. Uh, and it was actually kind of good. I like both of those movies. They're both Is it still super- starring Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, it's a completely different cast. It's just oh. a concept. The Time Cop movie spawned a TV show, which I loved, and then this sequel, which is only loosely connected. They're all fun, Kendra. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of fun. Finally, we have Martin Kildare, which is a great name. Yeah. Martin, Martin Kildare, P.I. Uh <laughs> As the Ski Patrol Chief, he had previously appeared on Melrose Place as Dave Adams, and more recently recurred on Gronish as Dean Watson. Are you watching uh, Gronish or Blackish or no. Mixedish or no. any of the shows? Okay, I'm not. I haven't seen Mixedish, which stars Mark Paul Gossler of Saved by the Bell fame. But uh, I love I love both Gronish and Blackish. You know, I was trying to see what his because he's wearing a name tag. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it says Dwight on his name tag. <gasps> D-W-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Dwigged. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the episode. All this and Mary too. It's just, a, it's a dumb name. Yeah. It, what does that mean? Yeah. Whatever. Because there's Mary, two Marys. Yeah. It's Mary, dumb. Mary, quite contrary. Yeah. There's so many better titles. <laughs> Mary, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Even what David, what does David say at the very end? The more the merrier, like that would have been better. Yeah. The Marys aren't even like the main thing in the episode. (laughs) I know. It's very minimal. Whatever. Whatever. All right. We start at the hospital slash rehab center. Whatever it is. Wherever Kelly is. Right off the bat. I have to say, it's nice for Jenny Garth to look pleasant again. Yes. Because it's been many episodes where she looked like a living paper bag. And now... <laughs> yeah, she's, she looks she's like got some color again. back in her cheeks. She does. Yep. She's washed her hair, you know. Finally, yeah. <laughs> so David has brought her some flowers. And he's apologizing, you know, saying, you know, I should have been there for you. And she says, if I had called you, you would have been there for me. But I yeah. pushed you away, so... yeah. Then as they're talking, Colin arrives with flowers of his own. And Ugh. David gives him the the stinkiest stink eye possible he does. Before, yeah. before heading out. He says he's leaving to go snowboarding. The gang is going snowboarding. Cute. Does anyone actually go on a snowboard? Because I Not only that see we skis. See. Yeah, okay. we just see skis. All right. Colin is happy. He's been clean for one week. Oh, Wow, One the, whole willpower. Week. the willpower on that guy, amazing. Yeah, and he says, Kelly, you could do that too. You don't need to be in rehab. Just yeah. get out of rehab, come Let's be with out. me again, and we'll just Let's... be clean. Perfect. It's not like Perfect. we tried that before and yeah. 
didn't work. Yeah, yeah. But Kelly says that they're not good for each other and that she doesn't blame him. Like it was a it was a two way street, but mm-hmm. it's it's over. They can't see each other anymore. Hey, I blame him. Yeah, I one hundred percent blame him. Just making sure. Okay. She <laughs> she wouldn't have had the cocaine had it not been for him. No, no she wouldn't have. So, so yeah, it's over. They're officially broken up. Yep. For for now, at least <laughs> we'll see. Mm. After the intro, we go to the Walsh house where Susan, Claire, and David arrive to pick up Steve and Brandon and maybe not Valerie. Valerie's still in her her robe, but David's trying to convince her to come. He's like, you know, you stayed friends with Dylan after you guys were romantic Mm -hmm. together. (laughs) Yeah, let's say romantic. (laughs) Uh, But she says, you know, it's not the same. She doesn't want to come and yeah to deal with all that so she's gonna remember oh remember dylan and valerie that was a fun time yeah. i liked their whole we never in my mind there's more to that story than actually existed there because they had such good chemistry yeah they did but not much okay a few things about this scene right off the bat steve's jacket is insane with those giant like fur lapels he looks like craven the hunter <laughs> um too soon for valerie and david to be friends oh yeah to way too soon a romantic ski trip together is insane i don't know why david's still going honestly it's like brandon and susan steve and david's ex-girlfriend and then david going solo is madness yeah, i would never weird. no way susan this is this starts a run of susan bragging about her skiing skills and yeah. Telling Brandon, like, oh, you're so cute. I bet you, you know, you're real cute out there on the slopes. But not not a great skier. Even though mm-hmm. he's from Minnesota. I yeah. Mean, anyway. To her point, though, Minnesota's pretty flat. I mean, where is he skiing? And he's used to the cold. But is he used to skiing? They have artificial places where you can ski. That's true. <laughs> I'm from, this, this is a fact that's going to surprise you, Kendra, but I'm from Michigan. And we used to go skiing all the time. I used to be a pretty good skier in oh, my yeah? high school years. Yeah. Fun. Not now. I'd, I'd be dead at the bottom of the hill in a heap. <laughs> but back then. Yeah. Have I told my snowboarding story on this podcast? I I cannot remember. You know, I feel like the answer is yes, but let me have it. Okay. Uh, I went snowboarding with these two guys um, from my church. They were like, we're going snowboarding. You know, you should come and I'll, and they'll teach me how. And so I went with them and I was very slow the whole day, like just, you know, inching my way down the hill. But at one point I fell And I didn't get back up quick enough. And I was kind of, I guess, there was like a little bit of a mound behind me. And this this guy didn't see me on the on the ground. And he just snowboarded clear across me like I was the snow. And I just like I just like, you know, did a couple of flips. (laughs) And he uh, he was like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I'm fine. Like he didn't hit me in the face with his board or anything. Right. But the guys I was with from church, my dad was their pastor and he was, they were like, we just saw our lives flash before our eyes. We thought your dad was going to kill us. And I was like, no, I'm okay. But could have been bad if he had hit me in the face. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I don't think I know that story actually. Oh, really? I don't think you have. New story. And and you didn't fall in love with either of these guys. (laughs) No, I had a boyfriend. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you're still here with us. Yeah, me too. 
We go back to rehab where Kelly and Jackie are taking a, a lap around the halls and Kelly is complaining about the food and saying that she's pretty ready to leave, but she's only got 21 days left. Just three weeks. She's got this. I feel like they're not going as deep into Jackie's character as they should right now, because I really feel like Kelly having this problem and Kelly like relapsing and stuff would put Jackie in a bad headspace. Like I could have used a little dialogue about Jackie needing to check in with her sponsor or Jackie. Like, yeah, I just feel like this should be affecting her, but I, I, it seems like they have just turned her into Cindy Walsh and forgotten that like, we met her doing like crack cocaine on a bathroom floor. Yeah. Not five seasons ago. So yeah, whatever. It, yeah. It's a, that's missing. I really think it's missing. A weird omission. Yeah. When they get back to Kelly's room, they meet the doctor outside and she says that Kelly has a new roommate. Her name is Tara Marks. Great. Nick's favorite character. Oh, yes. Write that down. (laughs) All right. We go to Mammoth Mountain, where the gang will be staying and skiing and snowboarding and whatever else they plan on doing. Everyone is very excited to ski, except David. He's just wanting to hang in the lounge and be alone. He needs some alone time. He does. Yeah. As he walks away brandon and steve are thinking you know like oh what's up with him maybe he's having second thoughts about breaking up with valerie um we get some more of susan picking on brandon about his skiing skills so susan and claire go to the the, like the ski store the the shop or whatever Yeah. yeah and they're trying on some shoes or I don't know what they're doing, but a random woman comes up to them and says, this is really weird, but I need, I need someone to bunk with. Can I bunk with you guys? Which red flag. If a woman comes up to me and says, can I bunk with you? The answer is N O no. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to wake up with both your kidneys intact, yeah. that's a no. I've that's seen too no. many serial killer shows. To, yeah. to fall for that one. I think you've seen too many serial killer shows, period. But definitely. <laughs> can, you, can you see to too fall many? For it. I don't know. Objectively, yes, you can. Yes, you can. So we learned her name is Mary and that, you know, she doesn't have somewhere to stay. She's, you know, was hoping to come up here and meet someone. And they said, hey, we've got just the guy for you. Our single friend is up here. Maybe you could bunk with him in his king size bed. Yeah. So she's going to meet them later for drinks. Perfect. She she can meet David. Yeah. She's the prettier. She's the prettier Mary. I'm just going to throw it out there. I agree. She's the prettier Mary. I agree with that. She see and like personality wise too. She seems like she did did seem to have it. Yeah. She was. It was the full package with Mary number one for sure. (laughs) Back in rehab, Kelly's roommate Tara awakens for the first time and. Uh, they introduce themselves to each other and she seems very, you know, shy and hesitant and skittish. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically she just, you know, curls into the fetal position and starts crying and Kelly's trying to talk to her, but uh, she's, you know, not interested in talking. Yeah. Back on the mountain, Steve and Brandon are in the lobby and Steve thinks a girl is checking him out. Um, but, and Brian is like, you're here with Claire. What are you doing? And he says, no, not for me, for David. Let's find David a date. So they approach this girl 
Guess what? Her name, also Mary. <laughs> Mary number two. Mary number two. And they invite her to meet them for drinks later so that she can meet David. He's sitting right there. And she's like, oh, yeah, he's cute. But I don't have time to walk two steps and meet him right now. Oh, she's so busy. (laughs) Steve says, I wish I had a friend like me. And Brandon says, me too. (laughs) Steve's very confused by that comment. Definitely, definitely one where they kept the tape rolling. Because Ian Ziering is like, but you do. Like, it runs off shot. It's pretty funny pretty funny i gotta say this whole ski plot i would believe was lifted from a season one script it feels so much like the early days yeah the shenanigans the rivalries the it just feels very old school to me and i kind of liked that at the peach pit nat is playing the stock market well not playing he says he knows he's not playing he knows what he's doing yeah But Don is sitting there and it changes from stocks to the news. And she hears this news story about athletes athletes with, with heart conditions. There's a new treatment specifically for athletes with heart conditions that can allow them to keep playing the games that they love. Yep. What, what luck. Yeah. (laughs) So glad that the Peach Pit installed the TV for this so that Donna could overhear it. Nat's investing in a lab that grows human ears on the back of rats. Just to throw that out there. <laughs> does he? Does it say that? Yeah, that's oh, what he's doing. That's hilarious. And Donna's like, well, there's probably a lot of call for that. Wah, wah, wah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's, Donna is now calling the news station to figure out more about this news story pavement yes she is that she heard and as she's doing this joe walks in and is like why are you doing this he he's very anti this whole thing yeah joe at this point is one pumpkin patch away from being ray (laughs) yeah yeah he's so toxic in this has gone downhill fast he's like donna you think you're smarter than doctors you don't know anything, baby. It's weird. I don't like it. Joe, I'm just going to put it out there. Maybe my least favorite recurring love interest ever. Wow. That can't I be just, true. I think it is true because, I mean, I hate Colin. But Colin, at least, like, is bringing something to the table. Joe, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I think mm. I'd probably take Joe over Ray. You could. Well, Ray as handled by the writers, sure. But I just think from, like... An acting perspective, you could lean a two by four in the scene with Donna and get as much like charisma. Oh, so out you're of attacking the actor's acting yeah. ability. <laughs> That's not character wise. <laughs> the man doesn't have it. <laughs> you know if you have it, and you, yeah. you don't have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's been skating by on his good looks. Yep. Good. Interesting looks. I think he has good looks. Okay. He's his great hair for sure. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. It just looks like he blew into town and was like, "Give me the Tom Petty," and then just shows up, and that's it. Yeah, and nothing wrong with that. Okay. So yes, Don is saying, you know, it's this exact the exact thing that you have is what this is treating, and I think we should look into it. She tells him, you don't have a thick heart. You have a thick head. Insensitive. Insensitive. Thick heart. Back on the mountain, 
we get another scene, very quick scene of Susan just r- still picking on Brandon. And Brandon Brandon's starting to get upset by all this uh this yeah. picking on him that she She doesn't know when to quit. Just yeah. like with Jonathan, she doesn't know when to quit. Just keeps pushing. Back at the Peach Pit, Colin and Valerie are oh, at the my bar. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Kendra, I I just want it on record that I am not here for a Colin Valerie pairing. No, I just not interested. She and uh, Kelly and Colin break up and we still have to deal with Colin. No, thank you. <laughs> He's here. Uh, this is where we get our quick little sighting of Willie. I don't even think we see the front of his face. We just see like the back of his head. Yeah, you see like Willie say it's like through the through the like saloon style doors that go into the kitchen. You get a little bit of a Willie, yeah. But I uh, I <laughs> I wrote it down because I don't usually notice and I actually noticed this time. So I was yeah. proud of myself. Yeah, good for you. Valerie is treating the whole cocaine thing very nonchalantly here. She is. She really is. She's like, oh, come on. It's fine. She's it's like, just you're, a not the, bit of... you're not the first person to be seduced by cocaine, you right. know? Yeah. Live and learn. Which, which, again, I feel like for Valerie's character, fine. But, like, she was the one who was so down on it the whole time, you know? And now she's kind of like, what's a little coke among friends? <laughs> So she invites Colin over to the Walsh house for dinner because she has the ha- the place to herself. Everyone's out of town. Mm-hmm. Back on the mountain, Brandon and Susan, we get a, a bunch of just shots of them skiing, having fun, doing their fun skiing thing. So they get... There was a, there was a lot of like shots of skiing that got real old real fast yeah it was like watching star trek one but with skiers <laughs> instead of the enterprise let me just say too with i think the etiquette here is that david has to back out of the ski trip because he's the one who dumped her so he's got to get out yeah you think so you think valerie should have been able I think to go. Valerie yeah i think that david should have been like look hey i'm not going on the ski trip so you go and have fun but instead he's like i'm definitely going and you're welcome to come too yeah. i don't think that's cool no that's not I think that's cool as the dumper yeah i agree so they do a couple of runs down the mountain and they decide now they're gonna race that nothing will go wrong here. I'm sure it'd be it couldn't, fine. It couldn't possibly. I don't really see how people ski like that and ever live. Yeah, I know. You know, I don't. I don't really get it. But okay, that's why I watch the Olympics because yeah. how do people do that? I don't know. At the Walsh house, Colin and Valerie are. They're in their separate houses, but they're both like kind of bored, and so he calls her and says, you know. Just counting the minutes till dinner. And she says, we'll just come over now. We'll get this party started early. Let's do it. Back on the mountain, we see Susan and Brandon have decided to go down the backside of the mountain, which is out of bounds. They ski past a set. They know it's out of bounds. They ski past the sign that says, you know, this this is not monitored past this point. But uh, they're going for it. I guess, for some reason. Back in rehab, Donna has come to visit Kelly and brings her <laughs> a, t- a present. <laughs> oh my gosh, Kendra. So she brings her Pete the Parrot that used to, it would like repeat the things you said. You have no idea how much I coveted this as a child. Like during yes. this time, they were everywhere, everywhere. 
The well, one whenever yeah. I see whenever I see those, I think of Cracker Barrel because in a Cracker Barrel, yeah. there's like the toy section, and there would always be one of those parrots yeah. back there. Yeah, yeah, you could probably still get one on a Cracker Barrel. The only thing I gotta say here though is it would always repeat it in kind of a parody voice. It would be like parody voice, parody voice. Here it was just repeating Jenny Garth without any sort of parrot talk, which I thought was not cool. <laughs> well, this scene was also very funny because it was very clear that the parrot was like supposed to repeat, but it wasn't doing it. And so then yeah. <laughs> she's like, come on, do it. <laughs> yeah. And it just, it seemed like maybe they were going to scrap that scene, but then it, they just kept going with yeah. it and then so, it made it in somehow. It was kind of funny. It was yeah. funny. It was funny. So... They're catching up and, you know, Donna's like, you know, no need to apologize. I'm just glad that you are getting healthy and that we're friends again. Um, <laughs> Maybe still a reason to apologize, yeah, I would just say. Just a little. A little bit of reason. Yeah, yeah a little bit of reason. I mean, apology. don't worry about it, but accept the apology. Yep. They talk about the new roommate. They talk about Donna didn't go skiing because Joe can't go skiing and she didn't want to go without him. And she brings up this new treatment and how Joe isn't interested in it at all. Mm -mm. And as they're talking, Tara comes back in the room and she's very like, oh, I don't want to interrupt. And, and she leaves again. And then we get more stuff from the parrot, which is funny. We get a damn bird joke there, though, oh, don't yeah. we? Oh, yeah. Yes. That's, that's funny. That's a good callback. <laughs> I still can't believe all we went through with that parrot. And then no. it was just like, oh, yeah, I donated it to charity. To the parrot charity. To the, yeah. They're the parity. Parrots for, for people in need of parrots. <laughs> Back on the mountain, everyone, it well, Claire and Steve and... David are back in the, <laughs> I was trying to remember, are back in the lounge and they're talking about, you know, how well Claire did on the slopes. But then they they slowly realize that they each got a girl for David and that they're both named Mary. And just as they uh, are talking about this, both Marys arrive and <laughs> David is like between them doing like a, you know, look from side to side, and then mm -hmm. he makes some excuse and leaves. Yeah. Suddenly we're in an episode of Three's Company. Yeah. Back on the slopes, Brandon and Susan are now way out of bounds. There's more signs being like, you know, <laughs> abandon hope, all ye who enter here. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon hits a jump, and he, he does fall. Um, but he's like laughing, but then Susan takes the same jump and she lands, she like face plants, but she yeah. ends up hurting her leg and, uh, the weather's getting bad. Brandon says, we got to get out of this weather or we're going to die. Yeah. And, but they can't, they can't go very far because Susan hurt her leg. At the Walsh house, Colin arrives with some wine and Valerie is cooking dinner. They talk about... Meeting in Heathrow Airport for the first time, and Colin says he remembers what she was wearing, but he does not remember mm, what he's she was wearing. This is wrong, yeah. <laughs> and the, I mean, the sexual tension is already palpable in this. It's right there. In yeah, this it's scene. High. they're standing it's so high. close together. I, that's pretty much the whole scene is just them yeah. being flirty it's, in the yeah. kitchen. Just yeah. chemistry. It's just chemistry and cooking. Yep. Ooh, that'd be a fun name for a, for a show. Oh, it would be, yeah. Maybe like a science of cooking show? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it exists. 
back on the mountain. David comes back to Steve and Claire and is like, is the coast clear? Are my dates gone? And this is where David's like, I just shouldn't have come on this trip. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's true. No one has seen Brandon and Susan at this point. It's, you know, the the mountains are closing and it's starting to get dark. And they're like, ah, they're rounding up the stragglers. They'll be back in mm-hmm. a second. Uh, meanwhile, Brandon and Susan have found a little, it's not even a cave. It's just like a little inlet in, in yeah. a rock um, where they're going to hunker down. They seem, at this point, they're very chill. Even oh, yeah. though Brandon just said they're going to die, Brandon's like, no, I guess we got to stay here for the night. That'll be fun. I don't yeah. know. Just like, maybe. <laughs> they're maybe co- they're coping with sarcasm. So I guess, yeah. They, they're talking about, you know, when they do find us, they'll either arrest us or we'll get like a $1,000 fine because we definitely broke the law coming down for here. Sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, they go through their jacket and fanny pack to see what supplies they have. Susan has lip balm, matches, and brandy. So that's okay. That's good. Yeah. And Brandon, she's a Saint Bernard. <laughs> yeah. And Brandon has chocolate. Oh. So they don't have nothing. That sounds like a romantic getaway to me. Yeah. Matches for candlelight. Yeah. Uh, lip balm for kissing. <laughs> for kissing, yeah. <laughs> so they're all good. Um, we get a call back to another episode with the two of them where Susan says, at least we don't have to deliver any babies in here. <laughs> From that fun episode where they delivered a baby. They delivered a baby, yeah. And Brandon says he's going to, you know, for her to stay there, he's going to go try and find something that they can make a fire with. Mm-hmm. I don't know what success he's going to have making a fire in that um, environment, but yeah. he's going to try. I have faith in him. He's from Minnesota, so... yeah. You know, back at Kelly Donna Claire's, um, Donna is having dinner with her dad. I think they're. I guess. I I guess they're together in the house, and they're arguing. He's he's saying this is an an experimental procedure. Like this isn't this isn't something all doctors are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, this isn't like a common thing that all doctors are doing. Like you just have no idea if this would work. But Donna is very insistent. She's she like, is. I'm going to make this happen. You're going to help me make the call. So he says, fine, he will. He'll do it. He'll do it. Back at the Walsh house, Colin and Valerie are cleaning up after dinner. And they're talking about how they don't really like L.A. and how they're like the kind of the outsiders of the group. Mm, because of course. They're not natives. Uh, and of course, this leads to some kissing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some kissing. You know, game respects game. Valerie played the long game here, and she, she, she and she she's did. getting what she wanted. <laughs> she wanted Colin from the get go, and here we are. She got him. Because he's like thanking her, like, "Oh, you did all this this stuff for me. You brought in that art dealer for me. You know, I, you did the mural. Let me do the mural." Yeah. She played the long game. Yes, yeah, she did. Back on the mountain, Steve is outside watching the patrols are taking off because now the search is on for Brandon and Susan because they have not been found. So everyone is very worried about them, including the two Marys who have kind of joined the group. Yeah. This is where we meet, I'm going to say his name is Dwight, who is the head of the snow patrol or whatever. 
he's saying, you know, they might they might make it. If they have some survival skills, then it is possible that they will make it through yeah, the maybe. night. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they will. Don't give up hope. Meanwhile, Brandon and Susan are huddling for warmth and trying to stay awake. They're trying not to fall asleep. You know, yeah. if you're huddling for warmth, you're supposed to take off your clothes and go skin yeah. to skin. That's, you are. That's the warmest. They do. So. They do suggest that. Yep. Yep. But they don't do that. No. So fully some clothed. survival skills they have. Mm-hmm. Back in rehab, Tara is having a nightmare. And she's, you know, yelling and talking in her sleep. And Kelly wakes her up and tries to talk to her. But Tara just wants to be left alone. Mm-hmm. But then Kelly tells her that she is also having the same nightmare over and over again, where she's back at the drug dealer's house. But instead of trying to get out like she did, he offers her a bunch of cocaine and she just, you know, does whatever he it. wants to Goes do. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And Tara says, that's the story of her life. Mm-hmm. Sad. It she's, is. She's a, a street kid. I don't know if we mm-hmm. mentioned that earlier, but she was living on the streets. Back on the mountain, we get another scene of Brandon and Susan trying to stay awake. They're listing capitals to try and stay awake. That wouldn't keep me awake, I no, don't think. that would put me right to sleep. I no. don't know. I don't know how many. I feel like I could name a bunch. I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I'm not good at this game because I tend to think of like, what's the famous city from that? Oh, this. And it's never the capital. (laughs) You know? Sometimes it is. Okay. Sometimes. All right. Joe and Donna go to church. Mm -hmm. This this is a dumb scene. It's a weird scene. Yeah. It just feels kind of random because she's like wanting to do this like scientific procedure, but then they're like pulling her faith into it, which is, I mean, that's cool, but it just felt. It felt kind of random. It does. Joe doesn't want to be there, even though he that was like what attracted her to him in the first place was this. He was like a man of faith. Yeah. 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 But he's like, you know, what's praying going to do about it? So she says a prayer for him and, you know, for guidance and that this this procedure would work. And then they light a candle and he says, that's the, the best thing anyone's ever done for me. Yeah, it's a weird scene. It just, neither one of them is really making a lot of sense, I feel like. Back on the mountain, Dwight says that they're calling in the search. It's just the winds are too bad and they're, you know, they're going to have to wait till morning to do some more searching. But then on the radio, we hear they found Brandon and Susan. (gasps) They've got a stretcher for Susan and they're getting them out of there. Hooray! Hooray! At the Walsh house the next morning, Valerie wakes up alone in bed. Uh-oh. That was surprising. Mm-hmm. Colin calls her and she says, oh, are you upset that I threw you out last night? And he says, no, but I think we need to go on a date. And so they're going to uh, have a breakfast brunch. Yeah, a breakfast date. date. A breakfast yeah. date. Ugh, love a breakfast date. Do you? Well, breakfast food is the best so oh yeah yeah that's definitely real back in rehab kelly and tara are doing a pottery class and they're doing like the you know the wheel the spinning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. spinning wheel and tara seems to be having fun seems like she's loosened up a little bit with kelly yeah 
opened up a little bit. She says that she's originally from Colorado. She ran away when she was 14 and at one point tried to call her parents collect and they did not accept the charges and they moved and now she just has no idea. That's rough stuff. Where they are. Yeah. And then she starts like doing pottery angry. She's like, Mm -hmm. which pottery is, you know, if you're going to do a, a, a craft angrily, pottery is probably it's, it's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah. The last scene is at the Peach Pit, where the gang arrives back from the mountain, and Susan walks in with a, f- I mean, full leg cast, like all the way up to her hip. <laughs> yeah. But it's she... not broken. It's just a sprain. <laughs> yeah. I guess they're just stabilizing it. I don't I know. I don't know snow weather medicine, Kendra. I'm no snow weather doctor. <laughs> oh, you have to have a specific degree for yeah, snow you do. weather yeah, injuries. It's a, yeah, it's an elective, but you do have to have it. And they say, you know, Susan didn't have a good time, but David, David had a great time. Uh-huh. And then the last little thing we see is David with both Marys. Yeah. They had a great time. And he says, the more the merrier. Ah. Uh. So, so are David we supposed has, to think that they all slept together? I do I, think that's I do think that's what we're supposed fun. to think. Yeah, it's what I think. Yeah. Good for David, I guess. Stupid David. Yeah, go. Okay. Whatever. Well, that's the Kendra, episode. What is uh what's the verdict? What did you think? It was fine. There was some stuff that I thought was unnecessary. Yeah. But, you know, the the Colin Valerie stuff, I don't want it, but it's not surprising. You know, no. it, it seemed like the natural progression. No, I can't fault them for it because as you said, I mean, it's really Valerie played the long game. It has been set up since like the first time they interacted. So for it not to pay off would be disappointing. But yeah, I don't want to see it. Uh, and then I just feel a little, I don't know. The skiing stuff gets a little boring, mm-hmm. you know, like it. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I'm, I, I had a good time overall, but I felt like there was some elements here that were a little dull. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like we've already done the Kelly in a hospital in rehab, like for the burns and stuff. So yeah. that feels kind of like a retread. I mean, we'll see where it goes, but. Yeah. And there's really not, like I said, the stuff with Jackie too, but there's really not much with David, who's also a recovering drug addict. Like it just seems like there's a family dynamic that you could have played there to make this different. But yeah, it feels like Kelly coming out of the fire, Kelly coming out of the cult. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly on the diet pills early on. Yeah. It's Uh, another like Kelly's in recovery thing. Yeah. Just let her be good. Just let her be good and happy for once. And we've already done a ski hijinks episode. Remember last time it yes. was Donna? Yep. And we've already done the gang goes on a rustic vacation and Brandon's in danger with that one early on where he falls off the cliff and Dylan catches him. So it's like a lot of the greatest hits being played here. So, yep. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's why this was the last one that writer and director did. They were like, yeah. no more. They're, I've had sail it. Off, sail off under the sunset. What's your 90210 snap? I don't know. Maybe maybe when Susan gets hurt. Okay. Maybe. I think I think I'm going to give it to the Valerie Collin finally giving in mm. moment. You know, I think that feels soapy to me, so I'm going to I'm going to give it that. All right. 
Oh, boy. All right, Kendra. You know, every other week you can catch me over on this Andorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. We recently did a Halloween special on a comic called Night of the Gorax, which was a good time. We had Sally Jacoby Murphy, who, as you know, is the queen of Halloween. I do. Uh, join us. And that was, uh, was a good time all around. What about you, Kendra? Well, I'm Miss Musicbox91 on Twitter, and I am the co-host of the podcast 90s Music Got Me Like, where we talk about 90s music. And our, our Halloween episode is going to be This is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas, also featuring the queen of Halloween, Sally Jacoby Murphy. I happen to know that Sally Jacoby Murphy was also on the Halloween episode of Previously on X-Men, where they looked at X-Men number 40 featuring Frankenstein's monster. Well, so well, she Nick, is making the rounds. What about our Halloween episode? I'm glad you asked, Kendra. For our Halloween episode next week, we are going to be covering the pilot for Charmed, yes. starring one Shannon Doherty. Kendra, haven't seen a frame of it. Another show that I was not allowed to watch. Haven't I was seen not allowed to watch this show. A moment of this show, so I'm excited. And while I can't make any promises, an invitation has been extended to Sally Jacoby Murphy, <laughs> the queen of Halloween. So It's so funny that listeners don't know her or yeah. that she's the queen of halloween you just have to take our word for it you just yeah that believe believe you will believe you will believe you know what she's also doing my library podcast how's things with me <laughs> for a halloween episode so if she hits 902 and here we go she may be on every podcast that exists i think she was on serial i don't know <laughs> so next week we are going to be talking Charmed, maybe with a guest, maybe just the two of us. After that, we're going to be back on track with Season 6, Episode 23, Leap of Faith. Mm. Faith, the faith, the faith. Now don't do it. Here we go. Baby. <laughs> uh...